Blog Talk Radio. And welcome to another exciting edition of Friends of Battlefield Friends, where we talk about everything to do with the YouTube show Battlefield Friends. <laughs> what? Did, did I did I do it wrong again? No, perfect. Okay, perfect. Okay, I and mean, in all actuality, okay, it's uh, uh, Harry's Code. That's it, Harry's Code Dexter podcast. And uh, I am one of your hosts, Josh, joined by Mr. That's you, Kente. It is I, Kente, once again, coming with you uh, for a, I guess, on our Dexter journey together. Ooh, exciting, right? (laughs) Are, are Are we the Dark Passengers? We are the Dark Passengers. I feel by watching that uh, we're kind of uh, encouraging this behavior with Dexter. You know what? It's okay. It's, it's all right to encourage uh, uh, insane behavior. Why not? The hey, world is we, not going to last long. We like comic books. We're into vigilant behavior. Right. V- vigilantism. It's like a religion. It's totally my religion. Except I actually watch Dexter every week, so... <laughs> Every week, huh? Yes, sir. <laughs> so, uh, what some of you may or may not know is that uh, Harry's Code is a show that talks about uh, our favorite Showtime series, Dexter. And 
Uh, now that the L word is off, right? Right, right. <laughs> uh, no, no more uh, gratuitous lesbianism for us. <laughs> but uh, this week is what was it? Episode two of season eight, the final season of Extra, and that is what we are going to be unpacking tonight. Yeah, and I just want to remind people that it is a live show, so that means you can call in and let your voices be heard. And the way you do that is just dial in this number, 323, I'm sorry, the code is 347-326-9541. Once again, that's area code 347-326-9541. Well, now that we have all of that craziness out of the way, how was your week? Oh, great. My father turned 82 this weekend. We had a party for him on Sunday, and uh, it was it was excellent. Uh, a lot of people showed up, a lot of food, a lot of sweets. I'm probably going to need to go see the, the doctor, because, uh, the dentist, because, uh, you know, all the, the sweets I had yesterday and today can't be good for me. That couldn't be, couldn't be all that bad, could it? I hope not. Hope I survive it. Oh wait, you're one of those California people that's like, oh my god, I just had a chocolate. I need to go to the gym right now. I, I've been needing to go to the gym for the last. Uh, <laughs> that's how long I've been needing to go to the gym. Um, well, I hope you had a great fourth. I hope you blew stuff up. I hope you blew something, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> that sounds horrible. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> uh, the family and I uh, went to watch some fireworks and uh, got rained out. So there you have it. Fourth of July in a nutshell. But that's not why we're here. Um, it's the final season. And unfortunately, I know... If if you're just getting into Dexter and you're like, well, I might as well start with the final season. Um, it It's really a slow start. Yeah, they've been taking their time. I, I don't know. I just get the feeling that maybe all of the groundwork should have been laid through the first seven seasons. <laughs> but... Uh, I don't know. It's it's like um, Ramsey says. Maybe maybe season eight is a little late to introduce like a game changing character. Right. It should be somebody that's already there, changing the game. Yeah. But with that being said, how about um, you take us into season eight, episode two? All right. Well, as we just said, uh, this is season eight, uh, the final season. This is episode number two and 86 uh, season over, I mean, 86 episode overall. The name of the episode is called Ever, Every Silver Lining. And it was written by the great Manny Cotto and directed by Michael C. Hall himself. And so uh, I believe this is directorial, I can't even say the word, directorial debut. So, uh, um, I guess he's maybe possibly looking for another career. Who knows? Um, and this uh, premiered last night, uh, July 7th. 
And uh, none, none, of, none of the ratings uh, information has come out yet, but uh, I imagine it must have done pretty well. So, all right. Okay, just a word of warning. If you're listening in the U.K., uh, from what I understand, you just got the season premiere last night. So uh, switch her off. Listen listen in next week, and uh, that way you won't be spoiled. Uh, actually, you know what? I hope the U.K. gets spoiled. <laughs> Why not? Let's ruin it for the U.K. Fine. I mean, we love we love you guys, especially Jeb on the Fourth of July. We really love them. <laughs> is is that our big uh, big Fourth of July f u to England uh, right there? It's like this is for the Revolutionary War. Bam! Dad <laughs> kills Dexter in episode two. Every silver lining. The rest of the season, Dexter's just a ghost. There, done. <laughs> Moving on. It's like Star Wars. Now Deb's the focus of the show, and uh, Harry and Dexter are following her around everywhere trying to solve the crime that she committed. All right, so every every silver lining, uh, it opens with uh, Vogel and uh, showing Dexter a video of his father, who's now deceased, uh, Harry. Uh, um, sh- she's interviewing him. And Dexter was was a kid, I believe they said ten ten years old at this time. And um, Harry had come to come to her because she was worried about Dexter's behavior, and which uh, involved asking to see a homicide scene. And then Dexter, at ten years old, when he went to go see this homicide scene, he was very interested in the, in the blood, and he actually young Dexter stole a piece. Of um, uh, I believe it was b- broken glass or something. Broken glass with blood on it, yeah. Right, as almost like a trophy from that, from that um scene. So, uh, you know, Harry's like very distraught because he realizes, oh shit, my son is a psychopath. You know, <laughs> my kid's messed up. Doc, help me. <laughs> oh man, what a sh- shitty call I have to make. So, um, Vogel tells. Um, Dexter that she essentially helped him become who he is today. I mean, she's, uh, I guess, what, a a co-author of the code or maybe the author of the code, would you say? I think she definitely pointed Harry in the right direction by uh, giving him, um, (coughs) you know, the idea of worthy victims. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Um but I don't know. I think Harry's the one that uh, really came up with how to survive. Cause I started thinking when I saw it last night, we might have to rename the show to Vogel's Code, a Dexter's podcast, <laughs> or Harry and Vogel's Code. Harry's Code, sub-authored by <laughs> <laughs> Ghost Rider. <laughs> Oh shoot! Uh, yeah, I think, I think but, yeah. they did this just to fuck with our show because we call it Gary's Code. Well, they uh, they shouted us out by uh, name last week. That's right, yeah. we're famous. Oh yeah. Um, and this week they're like, 
you know, I don't like what you had to say. <laughs> so change the name of your show now. Because we know these uh these episodes are written uh right after we uh go off the air. Oh yeah, definitely. Definitely. Now let me ask you a question about this. Do you think that I mean, Dexter was ten, he had seen some traumatic stuff as you know, as a youngster. Do you think I mean, it's kind of shitty that they just said, you know what, this kid is 10, he is beyond repair, so, you know, we'll just make him in the super serial killer. You know, like, don't you think they may have, should have put more effort into making him normal? What you think, the reason Dexter is the way he is, is basically because of lazy parenting? For, I mean, cause, I mean, that does seem like they just tapped out. You know, like they didn't even try. It was like, ah, oh, he's fucked up. You know, you know, I'm not gonna even try. You know, like, can we can we get a little trying at least? It's like, like he he is the way he is. What can we do about it? Right. <laughs> or Ned Flanders' parents. We've done absolutely nothing, and we're now we're now we're all out of ideas. <laughs> I mean, that's how you know it kind of came off. Because I've always thought, you know, in my mind, I always thought that Harry tried a bunch of stuff. And then did it. But the way this made it look like was, he's like, man, he's crazy. And then they just got together and said, hey, let's, <laughs> you know, let's wield that craziness into, you know, super crazy man. You know, it, <laughs> like, it's like it's like this is the process. It's like, oh, he's he's kind of messed up. He wants to kill things. Let's go hunting. Got to kill something. <laughs> right. And then uh, once that wasn't enough, they're like, well, um. How about bad people? Got to kill something. <laughs> it's like nobody ever stopped to say, "Oh, and by the way, killing's wrong." Now, another question too that we've never um, talked about on the show is the fact that Dexter talks to Harry. You know, does that we never dealt with that really? I don't think. You know. That's crazy. I mean, that's crazy on a whole nother level. You know, you talking to your dead, you know, uh, adopted father. I don't think he's actually talking to him out loud, though. No, I know he's not talking to him out loud, but he's definitely having conversations with him. And it's kind of weird. It's, it's not like he talks to him and finds out new information. Mm-hmm. But I do like the way that. Uh, it's like a way for him to bounce ideas off of himself. Harry kind of comes off as his dark passenger. In a little, in a way, yeah. I mean, sometimes he's trying to talk him out of stuff and whatever, but you know, I don't know, man. It, it, I'll say this: remember the first season, Harry was you saw Harry in flashbacks. Then they changed it to what it is now, which he kind of talks, which I thought was brilliant. That was a brilliant move to, you know, to keep James Remar in the show and Harry, by you know, because they couldn't have done the flashbacks. You know, it would have sucked if it, if they kept the flashbacks going. Yeah. You know? So I I love how they use James Remar too on the show. You know. Yeah, it's definitely. Really. He has a great job because he can't be killed off. <laughs> He is the best job security. I think I think at one point maybe he was like uh, 
I don't want to say like holding out for money or something, but the producers were like, we don't need you. And then Rudy started showing up and. Like, oh, yeah, you just see your dead brother now. Like, oh, fuck. Okay, maybe he doesn't have such a good And if that guy's a prick, he can see his dead wife. (laughs) Okay, maybe his job security isn't so great. But one thing he could never worry about is getting a script where they said, oh, in this episode you were killed off. Because he's pretty much dead already, so. You know. Okay, so... um, Vogel uh, tells Dexter that she considers herself kind of a, uh, as a spiritual mother to Dexter, and she tells him that she needs a favor. So already, mom needs some some help. You know, <laughs> I just meet your mom, and you already you already begging me for help. You know, it's like yeah, you are just like family. <laughs> you know what's so fucked up about that is, I feel so close to you. I'm your spiritual mother. She only comes to him when she needs some help. What about all those years, you know, can she have, you know, hey, let's go camping. Let's go, you know, I'm going to nilt you, a, you know, uh, I'm going to nilt you. I'm a, you know, I'm going to, uh, I'm going to make you like a sweater or something, knit you a sweater. Nope. It's like the minute she comes into his life, it's like, I need something, you know, so. Eh. Uh, family. Like I said. But um, Vogel is so far interesting. It's it's only two episodes in, but mm-hmm. I huh, I'm not sure how to feel about this character other than that she's hot. <laughs> well, my my first instinct is uh, she's going to be there at the end. Oh yeah. I don't think she's going to be the one that takes him down. But I think she's going to be there at the end and maybe will be like one of Dexter's last people to reach out to. All right. I don't know. I just get this image of him reaching. I, I think she's going totally to do I think she's going to Obviously, they're going to come at odds at some point. I, I feel I. You think uh, she's lying to him, and Dexter's gonna find out? Something like that, and she's gonna, cause this it, all this, you know, cause it's the way she got in his life. It's like if she felt so close to him, and she thought that he was so cool, you know, it's like now all of a sudden this is when you, you know, it's just I don't know. It's like, it would have been nice to have someone know my secret so I wouldn't be freaking out all the time. Right. So you can't you can't trust the crazy doctor chick. It's like, um, you know, lady, you've been gone for a long time. We've never actually met, but uh, I killed Jimmy Smith, and uh, I, uh, I kind of feel bad about it. And that was my only friend. <laughs> oh, like, man. And uh, so far, there has been no sign of Hannah, no mention of Hannah. Oh. Uh, huh. So, I I just threw that out there. I don't know why. I just, 
just seems one of those things that you would think they would touch on early on. Like, mm-hmm. hey, uh, Dexter is on the computer and he's looking at a picture of, I don't know, Hannah's uh, what you call it? Her, her arrest photo. Yeah, I think they're going to try to slide her in or something. <laughs> <laughs> I see what you did there. Yeah. Very punny, very, very punny. <laughs> so, now, um, oh, go ahead. I want to mention, too, that she shows Dexter that someone sent her the missing piece, of the scoop of brain that looks very tasty, by the way. Uh, they they uh they sent it to her so and she believes it's one of her um past uh, patients that did that. I don't know about you, mm-hmm. but I I wouldn't see that as a threat. <laughs> I think if a killer did that and sent me something like that, it's basically saying hi. I'm a fan. Look at what I can do. <laughs> I mean, oh. we go back to season one with the ice truck killer, and, you know, Dexter got uh, – what was it? The the head? The Barbie doll, yeah. Or the Barbie doll, and, you know, it's uh, – yeah, one of those things. Oh, and, and fans out there? If you want to impress us, don't send us uh, scoops of brain. <laughs> don't send it to me. Maybe Josh might want that, but I don't. What, just because I'm from Florida, we eat brain? <laughs> right. Heck yeah. Come on, you got zombies there. True. <laughs> so, uh, Vogel uh, wants Dexter to kill a guy. Just because... You know, she's getting brain and on her step. <laughs> she's getting brain on her step. <laughs> Again, uh, I think it's more of a, uh, a fan thing to do, you know. <clears throat> like, um, in trying to impress her. But uh, we, do, we do learn a little bit more about the killer a little bit later on. Because we do catch a brief glimpse of uh, a murder in progress. Mm-hmm. Breaking news, a murder in progress. On Dexter. <laughs> it was a weird scene because it was really quick. You know, oh, yeah. it, it, I knew, I figured it wasn't what it seemed to be. You know, the, it was like real quick. You just put the bag over his head and, you know, he's like, oh. yeah. yeah. And and he says something like, um, I don't want to, but I have to. Uh, I don't have a choice. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they find the body. And Dexter is just, like, really confused. Mm-hmm. Don't know why. Again, you, you would think by now he would uh, be pretty used to this kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Oh, serial killer is another body... But they found a partial print. Yeah, which made you realize the guy was so careful that he's just leaving prints all over the place. Uh. Yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, Dexter gets a partial, runs the print, and 
uh, wow, uh, they have the guy already. The, the, the texture of vocal team really works. <laughs> uh, it was too easy. It was so easy, we're not even going to talk about it for another little bit. Let's talk about um, Deb's Deb? new job. Yes, it, and somebody, obviously, is a Denver Bronco fan. <laughs> Elway, you know. I was like, uh, okay. I bet you it was a, uh, it's a John Elway reference. Um, but uh, so Deborah meets Elway about the Briggs case. He's kind of skeptical about uh, her her needing to spend two weeks with the guy. And, you know, she she shows him a, a key that she took off of Briggs. Were you and, intimate with him? Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, he was disappointed because he wanted to tap that himself. First, Yeah, first she's like, she's like, first of all, who says intimate? <laughs> uh, everybody. Is that a word you're intimate with, Kente? Mm-hmm. Especially with her, I'd say it to her. Like, of let's course get you would. Let's get intimate while eating intimate. <laughs> intimate. 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 Yeah. I swear the guys on Duck Dynasty enunciate more clearly, sir. Yeah, hey, those are my cousins. If they're your cousins, how come we don't have money? Um. Well, they're distant. <laughs> they're very distant. <laughs> Okay, so uh, Deb and El- Elway uses uh, Briggs' keys and look through his apartment. She's feeling guilty that she's brought him in. She brought him right in. Uh, she brought him in because uh, he was, uh, you know, he still would have been alive if, you know, we know what happened in the last episode that uh, her uh, big bro uh, ended up killing him. Uh, they find a bill from a storage facility and suspect that that's where he's hiding the stolen jewelry. And then we see El Sapo, is it how you say? El, El Sapo. El Sapo, yeah. who's played by Nick Gomez, who uh, is a good uh, young actor. He's really good. Uh, unfortunately, you didn't really get to see it a lot. I don't want to ruin it, you know, how, you know, but he, you know, he's a good up and coming actor. Um, he beats the shit out of Deb. Yeah. I guess we we can tie uh, the the Elway uh, uh, Deb stuff off now, you know, and just kind of stay with that. Okay, well, we'll, uh, we'll get that out of the way. So so Deb goes to the storage facility and finds the jewelry bag, you know. She's like, yeah. <laughs> and that's when El Sapo shows up from uh, from behind and takes it, and then she like. You know, she's like, I'm not going down, you know, going out like that. And she tries to, like, beat him up. And El Sapo beats the fuck out of her. He, like, he gives her a, I mean, he didn't even seem like he wanted to do it. You know, it was kind of like, you know, I'm yeah. going to let you go, bitch. You know, like, you know, like, I, I only kill people I get paid to kill, you know, like, is what he said. But he said, but since you want you want ass, you're going to get it. You know, <laughs> like, all right, here you go. My question is, what the hell happened to Deb? She, she used to kick ass, and in in this fight, she's like trying to scratch and claw. And... Sapo, man, he wasn't no—he's a professional killer. 
Yeah, but it, you would think she would throw a punch or a kick or something other than... <laughs> you think the coke is messing her up? You think that's it? Probably. It seems like she's uh, not a cokehead in this episode, but... All right, so you see that... Uh, so El Sapo, after he whooped her ass, gets in her gets in his car. And you see, though, he had... Like this scratch on his face, and he he had this look like this fucking bitch, you know, like you know, like and he tells her straight up, "You're crazy," and she's like, "Yeah." <laughs> uh, so a little later in the episode, you find that uh, El Sapo is dead. The, the police, Miami Metro, find him, and they're on the scene, and they determine that someone shot him from outside of the car at close range. And they find a second gun in his glove compartment. And, you know, Dexter finds small amounts of blood, I mean, uh, blood on glass. And then he hides, you know, he sneaks it in his pocket. So, uh... Yeah, he's like, I'm going to take out the person that took out the guy trying to take out my sister. (laughs) So, so, uh, Dexter runs a trace and finds out, it, you know, essentially that Deb was the... The shooter. Yep, Deb's a killer. <laughs> yeah, uh, you know, a family that kills together stays together. That's all I say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, so a little bit later, Quinn brings in Deb into the interview room and starts asking her about the Briggs case. Now, at this point, you know, Quinn doesn't suspect Deb, you know, this murder at all. It's just really to find out, you know, what was going on with the whole thing. Yeah, earlier that night he was like sitting outside her place. Mm-hmm. And um Batista's little sister's like, Why are you always up in Deb shit? Oh god, I hate when women get mad when you bring up your ex all the time. I mean I, I don't understand why that pisses him off. Uh yeah. I, <laughs> I know a little bit about that and I'm not even the one that brings it up. But uh <laughs> you have to admit, she had a point at least. Yeah. Like if he was like, why are you always talking about, you know, Mike? No, 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 no. He was the one that took them outside her place. And she got mad at her brother. Her brother, her brother wasn't isn't hard enough. You know what I mean? Uh, he Angel was too nice. Okay, let, just... let's uh, let's sidetrack real quick. Mm-hmm. Um, to 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 catch you, our listening audience, up. Um. Batista found out about the uh, secret romance between Quinn and his sister. I believe the secret lasted for all of an episode. Uh, because there's, they're like, let's keep it secret. Episode two, Batista's like, yeah, I know. <laughs> He's just like, he is an actual good cop. <laughs> um, but what he says to Quinn is, look, if you're going to be with my sister, take the sergeant's exam. You know, prove to me that you want to be something more than you are, you know, because as we all know, Batista was the quintessential family man when the show began, and he's always been a guy that wears his heart on his sleeve. Uh-huh. Although, it's kind of weird that seven years later, we have not heard word one from him or, or his ex-wife or his kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah. 
Well, you know. Life gets in the way. <laughs> um, he got married again, I guess. Um, started dating that chick in Vice. Okay, so I imagine he was busy. But um, he wants Quinn to, you know, take the test. And he's absolutely fine with him, you know, with Quinn banging his little sister. He's cool with it. But he wants Quinn to be, you know, settled down a bit and more secure with the sergeant's position. Show a little fortitude. Yeah, if you're going to bang my sister, you're going to bang her as a sergeant. I only want a sergeant banging my sister, not a... Anything else. Quinn's just a detective, right? Yep. Okay, so um, that, that'd be the that, last guy with, with my sister is Quinn. <laughs> yeah, especially <laughs> someone that knows him like Batista does. The one that's like, "Hey, we need strippers and hookers. Who do we get? You know, who do we talk to? Quinn." <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. This is the guy I want with my sister. <laughs> yeah. Maybe he's like, "Don't you? Don't you get it?" If he's with my sister, then he knows all the people to keep her away from. <laughs> right. No. <laughs> Rational thinking. So that is the Batista Quinn story in a nutshell. Uh, getting back to the El Sapo jewelry heist. Um, yeah, Deb kills the hitman. Why? Because... Well, she she got mad. Yeah. She was mad. She was on her period. <laughs> it was a bloody mess. <laughs> no. <laughs> that, that that would be terrible. Oh, God. And see, this is the victim's blood, and this is the killer's blood. The killer was hurt? No. But wearing a dress. <laughs> No. Now, when, when uh, Quinn brings Deb into the interview the interview room, she uh, starts. He starts asking her about Briggs and Dexter. You know, who's, you know, once. Now, this is the thing. I, I I wish you were there when I was watching it. Okay. Now, is Dexter listening because he's worried about her safety, or is he listening because he's thinking she might tell on him? I think it was a little bit of both. I think so, honest. too. Um, I think it was a lot of self-interest. He knows what Deb did. Uh-huh. And when she's going to the police station, the thought that kept crossing my mind was, she's going to confess. She's going to be like, I killed everybody. But, no, that's not the case. uh but she was starting to crack under the non-pressure. Uh-huh. Uh, started having a panic attack just because, you know, Quinn's like, what about this? What about this? You know, no big deal. Just She just starts freaking out, and Dexter barges in. He's like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, can, can I borrow my sister? We have a bit of a family emergency. And that's when... Um, you know, Dexter tells her, uh, yeah, I know you did it, 
there was another gun found in the glove compartment. Is that yours? And she's like, oh, shit, it could be. <laughs> and he's like, ugh. <laughs> you, you could just, like... Amateur. The, yeah, exactly. See that look on his face. He's like, amateur. <laughs> and uh, basically, she's like, well, you can fix this, right? You can just... <laughs> You do this shit all the time. Fix it, boy. <laughs> That's basically how she said it. It was like, you know, you, you do this all the time. This is your up your alley. Go do it. Yeah. And then she, you know, oh, I hate you. You know, she did the whole I hate you. Now, this is my thing is he had those videos of him as a kid. I mean, <laughs> not of him as a kid, but about him as a kid with with dad and all that. Why didn't she, you know, he could have easily shown her those tapes, and it would have put a, I think, you can't watch those and not realize, oh, shit, you know, this is what's going on. You know what I mean? I it's think, not exactly like, I think right now she's thinking, you know, he he's a natural born killer. Mm-hmm. But if she saw these uh, videos... Which, by the way, someone did an excellent job in to converting them to DVD for some reason. Yeah, right. <laughs> it's like why? That, that's that. I, I just thought of this. That's a good question. Who converted them to, to DVD? Did she, did Vogel do it herself? I think she sent them to Skywalker Ranch and George, <laughs> George and the team. Hooked there up. Oh man. Anyway, uh, she, she if she saw the, which I think she will see the videos eventually, but uh, and and to and get that understanding that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Well, if she saw them, mm-hmm. I think she would realize uh, Dexter's not. As responsible for what he is as I thought he was. These videos basically show Harry and Dr. Vogel uh, formulating the entire existence of Dexter. And it all stems from what Dr. Vogel says to Dexter in this episode, that uh, psychopaths and serial killers... They're not, how did she put it, they're not a curse, they're a blessing? Yeah, I'm like, what, bitch? What I gathered from that is uh, she sees them as people to thin the herd and allow the best genetic material to move forward. Uh, Yeah, she's crazy. It's not going to end pretty with her. It's not. But you know what? He got some stuff. If he ever gets arrested, he could show those tapes in his defense. Yeah, there you go. It It might get him a couple of years off. Well, I don't think... I guess it depends on what he goes down for. Because I don't think he's going to be connected to the uh, Bay Harbor Butcher killings. 
I think if he goes down, it's going to be for one thing and one thing alone. Um, copy uh, stealing copyright and uh, DVDs. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> Look, you in here for? Uh, uh, I got a legal copy of the Hunger Games. <laughs> what? That's it? Yeah, yeah. That's, <laughs> that's absolutely all I did. <laughs> and I'll do it again. <laughs> and it's very surprising to me after all these years that he hasn't found some sort of support group. Now, you know one thing we didn't talk about? We didn't talk about um football. At the beginning of the season they did a they did this uh, montage and he was talking about how what life was like in that for him in that during that whole time that between you know season uh, seven and eight. And, oh, that's right. That's right. And the one thing he said was, he goes, eh, "I made some new friends." And there was like this naked chick. Is that you think just you know? Uh, um, do you think that that was just some hookup, or? Oh yeah, it was definitely just a hookup. And you don't think she's gonna? She, she looked nice. <laughs> she hasn't been around since. All right. So she's not going to pop up, which would be a shame. Yeah, I don't think she is. Mm. I think it was him just uh, showing that there's actually a part of him that's kind of normal, and that's been growing over the last few <laughs> months. And it might have a lot to do with the fact that uh, there's no uh, LaGuardia trying to hunt him down. Mm-hmm. In fact, right he now there's nobody trying to hunt him down. He enjoyed LaGuardia's death. He felt he felt absolutely zero about it. It's like everything worked out good for him, although Deb went off the deep end. Mm-hmm. You would think she would, you know, handle things a little better. Is she gonna bang Elway, or or is her and uh, Quinn getting back together? Why not both? Probably both. Yeah. At more, same time. more than likely both. She's okay. like, I don't give a shit. <laughs> I can bang you. I can bang you. It doesn't matter. Both of you guys hop in the bed with me. I can see that happening. And like, well, if you're going to bring somebody, I'm going to bring somebody. And next thing you know, we have a whole different show. Yes, it's on Showtime, so it'll, it'll fly. Yeah. <laughs> it'll be all right for Showtime. It's like, hey, Deb, it's, uh, you know, you killed that guy. Or you killed, um, yeah, since you killed that hitman, right? Um, You know, I could arrest you. Or, you know, you could make out with my girlfriend. <laughs> One of the two. The name of the show is now called The S Word, so for swingers. <laughs> <laughs> How about Dexter, D-E-X-X-X-T-E-R? Yeah, I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Special appearance from... Uh, uh, Ron Jeremy. 
Okay. <laughs> now, now the title is copywritten, right? Oh yeah. So now we cannot see a parody of it. <laughs> oh god! But I know people are listening. Like these guys are off their rockers. <laughs> all right. So, um, uh, all right. So, Dex believes that um, it was the killer. That this guy, I forgot what his name was. Uh. The the guy that that came up Sussman, there you go, Sussman, and um, so and then uh, she ha- he has a little tiff with Vogel because Vogel is saying she believed that he wasn't a willing participant. So when they actually when he actually gets to Sussman's um, little hideaway um, cabin and sees that he's you know stuck up on a spike like some meat. Or on a hook like some meat. <laughs> yeah, at first I thought he hung himself, and I'm like, oh. Well, that ended rather quickly. Okay, so they got the killer. He committed suicide, and all by the second episode. Okay, well, things are moving along. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't to be. Because you, you get closer, and, and yeah, you realize this guy didn't, you know, jam a hook through his own back. <laughs> yeah, right, right. That's what a way to kill yourself. And in the meantime, uh, Vogel has gotten another present. Uh-huh. And do you remember what it was? Um, it was diamond earrings. Di- di- diamond earrings? Yeah. I thought I, I was thinking more of the DVD. Yeah, well, okay. My God! Uh, oh no! Actually, I, that was from a spoiler of the next episode. Son of a bitch! <sighs> anyway, so uh, Vogel calls Dexter back to her place, and you know she's like, "There's somebody here in my hand. You gotta help me. You a big strong man. Let's do it." Um, and they find a DVD that shows Sussman killing this guy. You know, the the second Vic they found with the brain gone. Mm-hmm. Well, not the entire brain, just that one part of it. Yeah. Yeah, it, it was like filmed. And then the camera moved, and it's like, there is somebody there. And then a gun gets pulled on Sussman. And it's like, what's going on? <laughs> and then the gun goes off, and because like the cam, it's like it was like a first-person shooter. Yeah, right. Know. Uh, the uh, do you think the killer was wearing Google glasses? You think? I, I think so. Well, um, by the way, since I plugged Google glasses twice, I get two free pair now. Um, <laughs> you know, they they showed the 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 gun in hand shooting Sussman. In the back of the head. Seemed like an awful lot of work. Because after that, you know, suspect's dead. You got to take him out to the cabin, hang him on the hook. (laughs) But it, it just... It shows us what this season's killer twist is. And that is, of course... We have a killer that's using people to kill people, 
and then killing them. Uh, that that's what it is, right? Pretty much, yeah. It's kind of like Trinity with the uh you know, the whole take them to a high place and make them jump. No. Except they're taking them to a victim to kill and then become victims. It's like a twofer. Hmm. So so that's this season's killer mystery. The killer behind the killer of the killing. Kill. 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 So there's a whole lot of killing going on. It's like for every brain vic, there's going to be a killer vic. I'm trying to wrap my head around this, okay? I need a flow chart. (laughs) So, and then um, uh, Vogel hugs Dexter, and that's pretty much the end of the episode. Yeah, pretty good. Yeah, uh any any guesses for next week? Um I just think that uh it'll be more of the same. I think we're gonna see Deb and um and uh Elway get closer. We're gonna see uh uh actually Deb and uh um I'm sorry, Deb. Um uh, Vogel and Dexter deepen their relationship, um, and uh, more madness and mayhem. I agree, more madness than mayhem. I kind of hope the uh, momentum picks up, but I may be alone in this thinking. But it's interesting to me uh-huh. that to end, they are going. Back to the beginning, uh-huh. and we are like getting origin stories over the minutia of uh, Dexter's habits. Right. Because we also found out in this episode uh, on the DVD Dexter was watching, Harry uh, was relating a story to Vogel about a drug dealer Dexter killed, and that. Before he killed him, he showed him pictures of his victims because he killed two people. Right. And this was translated to as Dexter does have some sort of inherent sense of justice. Right. And, uh, of course, the, the piece of broken glass with the... You know, I think ties to the blood slides, and we're, we're like getting an origin story here. And I don't mean, okay, if if Batman uh, was uh, season one, mm-hmm. you know, where you're like, okay, the parents are killed, we you know understand the origin of Batman, mm-hmm. then this is like. Uh, Batman Begins, where you're like, okay, this is the origin of the toys and the origin of the skills. Right. 
So it is definitely turning into something we haven't seen before. Yeah, well, I, I'll say this. Um, I'm really interested, obviously, on where they're going with this because I can, you know, I'm trying not to, well, one, we do this show, so, you know, I guess it's our job to to opine and think what's happening, but I'm trying not to think about it as well because I just want to, you know what I mean, just enjoy the ride, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but, you know, because you're making me do it, I got to think. <laughs> think about uh what's going on here and uh um you know the big thing that you think I'm sure you thought of this the same thing is uh how is this gonna end? You know, like how you know, when you first started watching the show you were thinking, Oh, this is a wonderful show yada 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 then you're like, Okay, this has gotta end ugly. You know what I mean? It's just like this this guy to end, you know, for it, you know, this guy can't continue doing this and you know. And I believe I heard somewhere and I we're gonna have to I'm gonna have to look that up, that they always had an idea of how this was gonna end. Which I'm 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 gonna look that up before the next show. But I could have sworn I read somewhere that they said that they had always they had always had they always knew that uh, this was going to end the way that the show was going to end, and and they had a plan from the get go. And you know, and that's something too. I think on maybe on the next show, we we can talk about is, you know, did you think they they had a plan? I think sometimes the shows lie. Like Lost. Leave my show alone. <laughs> I love that show. Uh, but um. I, I believe they they did always have a plan. By the way, but it's not the last podcast, so. Uh, <laughs> but um, um, I don't know. It's just always cooler to me that they, you know, that they had this this crazy plan and that all of these moves were to, you know, line all these things up. But I think a lot of shows they just kind of wing it. They just say they do. You know what I mean? Well, I'm I'm like on the fence about this. Mm-hmm. Because right now I think Batista was set up to be where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Uh Quinn is, you know, basically set up to be where he is right now. Mm-hmm. Um Deb, you know, one of the most important important cast members of the show, one of the post, most important characters. It seems like when uh kind of wayward and really has no relevancy at all. Right, yeah. Which is sad to me. Disappointing, yeah. Uh, unless, you know, she pulls a confession card and then it's like, oh, hell. And I think at some point we could see her confess to killing La Guerta. Uh-huh. Um, oh, and then the spinoff show is her in prison. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> It'll be like Oz, except you know all the prison things you want to watch, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, I won't. Yeah, I won't turn past those episodes, those scenes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um. Let's see. Uh, Masuka. I. He he's always just been there for effect. 
you know, a, a good laugh. Comic relief. So I, I, I can see him being the one that's like putting like pieces together and not really understand what he's seeing. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, we got the blood back, but it doesn't make any sense. And he's like, "What are you talking about?" Um, it matches to Dexter Morgan. I don't, I don't understand. And then you know, Quinn or Batista's like, "Oh shit." It all makes sense now. So I can see that kind of being a role for him. Bogle, she just popped in. I'm, uh, like I said before, if it, if it was uh, season five, uh-huh. I, I kind of wish she popped in there. You know, it, it would make sense to have someone like that in his life after Trinity. Right. But I, I'm I, really making me shaky about this whole I'm your mother figure. Uh, hi. Nice to meet you. Yeah. I helped create you, and here I am at the end. I've seen other shows do similar things and never liked it from from other shows, you know? Um, so... It just seems like, okay, they just pulled that rabbit out of their hat. You know? I don't know. You know, we'll see what happens, you know? they. Th- I could honestly say that there's very few things on the show, historically, that I just didn't like. So, you know what I mean? And things that I was shaky on, they seem to figure out a way to make it... A huge it. payoff. Right. That's... I, Shaky on this now, but like you just said, whenever something shaky is introduced, uh-huh. for some reason, it it has a huge payoff. Like when Lumen came in, I was like, "Oh my god, really?" Oh, I, I said, "Ooh," <laughs> but by the end of the season, it's like, "Wow!" Yeah. Not only. Did this girl come in, know his secret, and not go crazy? <coughs> but she's still alive. Yeah. She she just went about living her life again. Or the whole Hannah thing. It's like a love interest. Come on. And then it and it in the end it made sense. It it all just makes sense when at the end when everything comes together. Come together. So I think I, I I will trust the producers when they say that uh, it's going to be a wild season. Hasn't started yet, but hey, you know uh, they wrote the shit so. Naturally, they're going to get paid to say that. Um, yeah. I want to hear them say, it's going to be a terrible season. You're really going to hate it. You you're going to hate the ending. It's going to make the whole show <laughs> suck. It's like, it's like, I don't think I've ever heard anybody say, admit it. Even if, you know, they always admit it after the fact. Like um, Tim Crean admitted that, you know, the uh, he did it probably the soonest I've ever seen it. Where he admitted that the uh, season two of Heroes was pretty horrible. Yeah, 
I, I give him credit. He he did it. <laughs> but I've never heard uh I've never heard anybody else. Well the <clears throat> excuse me. The one thing that I keep hearing over and over again is not the end is gonna blow you away. The end is going to be incredible. The end is going to knock your socks off. What I hear is um, you are going to be very satisfied with the way the show ends. You know what? That's enough for me. That's all I'm asking. Just It's it's not even a big promise. It, does, it won't take much to satisfy us. Just... Make it satisfying. Nothing stupid like it was all Harry's dream. (laughs) Yeah. Oh, what if what if it's this that Michael C. Hall's character from uh, Six Feet Under dreamt the whole thing? (laughs) (laughs) What if it's all this? Dexter dies at the end, and then there's a, a final scene, you know, and everyone's like, oh, my God, that was the best ending ever. I can't believe that just happened. And then, like, two seconds later, uh, we fade back in, and then it's uh, – you, you, like, see a uh, computer, <laughs> and it's like, and Dexter's dead, and Jeff Lindsay's like, done. <laughs> there you go. Terrible. Oh my god, that would piss off fans. I'm okay. shocked they haven't done a funnier die spoof of it before before the uh Dexter's leaked call it like leaked Dexter's finale and then it's something retarded and people will probably believe that that's true. <laughs> you know, like people probably believe, you know, like oh my god, did you see they leaked the ending? Yeah. Okay, before we head out, um, I hope you guys enjoyed listening to this recap of Dexter Season 8, Episode 2. What was it called? Every Silver Lining. Every Silver Lining. Playbook. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I guess every Silver Lining has a dark cloud. There you go. Or a dark playbook. A dark playbook. You know, Silver Linings Playbook? No, I haven't seen it. Great movie. But this is not the Silver Linings Playbook <laughs> podcast. No, it's not. Um, last week, we asked you, the Harry's Code audience, to Twitter bomb uh, C.S. Lee mm-hmm. to call into the show. And as you can probably tell, that didn't happen. Well, they they Twitter bombed C.S. Lewis. Oh. (laughs) C.S. Lewis is dead. I know, yeah. Yeah, I would have been happy with C.S. Lewis. It's like, uh, I heard you wanted to talk. Yeah, yeah. Who is this? Uh, C.S. Lewis. (laughs) Right, right. Um, We're a Dexter podcast. Right, right. I do like the show. Okay. Um. Can I ask you a question? Sure, sure, sure. <clears throat> um. Why did the uh, the end of uh, 
The Chronicles of Narnia suck balls. <laughs> Should I spoil that for everybody? <laughs> no. No. There's still people who haven't seen it. Well, I'm not talking about the movies. I'm talking about the books. I read all the books. And the the ending was terrible. Mm. Although it was way ahead of its time. Uh-huh. Because this was like terrible... 2008. Uh You know, um, so at the time, I'm pretty sure it was fresh. So they they hadn't seen that kind of ending done a million times before. But anyway, I digress. Uh, We asked you the Twitter bomb, C.S. Lee. Unfortunately, uh, due to, um, shall we say, other commitments, Uh like not calling uh he couldn't make the show uh-huh. but we're not going to give up are we no no because we're uh, legit quit. uh quite frankly we will have somebody on the show from their show we will do it oh yes and uh right now i'm going to call our fans well, hell, even if you don't like us, I'm calling you out. Even our Twitter. enemies. Yes, absolutely, especially our enemies. You can Twitter and be like, oh, I hate these fucking guys, but you know what? You should call. Do you want to know who uh, this week's Twitter bomb victim is? Who? None other than Jennifer Carpenter, Deborah Morgan herself. Get your Twitter's accounts is ready, peoples. If you don't already follow Jennifer Carpenter, uh, write this down or be prepared to go to our Facebook page after the show. And her Twitter account is J Two The Carpenter. That's J the letter J Two the number two The Carpenter T H E C A R P E N T E R. J2 The Carpenter. Twitter bomb her, people. Tell her to call in. Uh, you think the Monday show would be best? Yes. And ask her and tell her to, you know, to, to go out with Kente. He's a great guy. Yeah. You'll, you'll never meet a more Kente guy than Kente. <laughs> I don't know how to take that. <laughs> <laughs> Very slowly and with lots of lube. Oh, oh uh, terrible. So, that is our Twitter bomb victim of the week, Jennifer Carpenter. Yes. Yeah, I'm sure she wants to be a bomb victim. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, it's just, I'm still uncomfortable about the name, but screw it. We've already put it out there. <laughs> So, um, any final thoughts before uh, we start heading out? No, just everyone have a wonderful week. Uh, and uh, remember to watch uh, July 21st, 2013. The next episode will be called Scar Tissue, uh, directed by Stefan Swartz and written by Tim Schlattman. Okay, so... Um... In case 
your first time listener or you, you, you listen in to something else we might do, um, you should know there are other things we do. For instance, yes, on Monday nights we have Harry's Code, Dexter podcast, but I believe you have something you do on Tuesday nights called a playlist. Mm-hmm. Yes, but that's on hiatus for a while, a long while. So. A long while? Yes. I do believe I have to, a championship to win, so... Well, I mean, that's a special thing, so... Okay. okay. So, uh, just, it exists. The yes, playlist. playlist. But I'll tell you what's not on hiatus. It's... it's um, Dexter is not on hiatus. The, the voice chat's not on hiatus, right? No. With a... Tuttle? Benjamin... Benjamin Tuttle. Yes, sir. You, know, you can always listen to that on Tuesdays. <laughs> okay. Come on, keep it going, keep it going. On, on Wednesday, we have uh, the Ryan Wednesday Night Showcase at uh, Spreaker.com slash user slash Ramsey, 8 p.m. Eastern. Uh, there's a little show I like to call the Wingman Show, and that's hosted by yours truly, the Wingman's my uh, other people name. And... Uh, that's where you can find out who's doing what in Hollywood and not who's doing who. I, I bring you entertainment news, stuff that you want to hear, casting, uh, remakes, remakes, uh, uh, casting news for remakes, and television. Uh-huh. After that, of course, is Jam Session. It's the music you love. You just don't know it yet. Uh-huh. Great music. Great show. And, of course, all that's followed at 9.30 p.m. Eastern Standard with Just Kicking It with Ramsey. Real people, real talk. And, quite frankly, we have been on this monstrous roll. Uh, The topics have been hot. The conversations have been heated. And it's not going to change this week. I promise you that. You can also hear two very familiar voices on that show. Yours truly, uh-huh. and of course, um, Tintay. Yeah, that's him. <laughs> Thursdays are is that show on hiatus? Nope. Okay, uh, I, I think I may not do a show on Thursday. How am I supposed to plug all this stuff if you're just not doing it? Well, uh, you know, uh, a lot of stuff has been going on, so. Okay, I know. But uh, every Thursday, uh, it, it might be this Thursday, uh, you can listen to the, spot, the Spotlight uh, at um, cctoolbox.org forward slash indie, that's I-N-D-Y radio. And, of course, Friday's night, Harry's Code, a Dexter podcast, returns to Flashback Fridays, where we talk about uh, OG Dexter, uh, older Seasons of Dexter. Right yeah, when now. he was a gangbanger. Yeah, yeah. And when Deb was getting gangbanged, too. Um, so, that's us in a nutshell. All right. So, Kente, did you have a good time tonight? I had an excellent time tonight. I always have a great time when we talk about Dexter. I also had a great time, especially I love speculating and thinking about what's going to happen next. And it just gets me very excited. Yeah. So, uh, Kente, mm-hmm. now we say goodnight. 
I hope everybody out there in TV land has a good evening. And we will see you next crime. (laughs) Good night, everybody. Good night. Too. <laughs> I hit the end button and it's just like going in circles.